dear friends with this installment of my podcast i will be completing 100 episodes or hitting the first century of the podcast and i am feeling over the moon and ecstatic having hit hit the century in podcasting of my life and travel musings in france and europe and with your wonderful support and inspiration my next aim is to hit a double century or 200 episodes of my podcast journey through france and europe and to rewrite history books in my own unique way and to rewrite history books of france and europe in a style of a non conservative historian or history writer without any bias and as much with as much precision and sincerity as possible hope my listeners and followers are intelligent and educated enough to read between the lines and cobble up in their own minds the events of history as exposed by me and from the conversations that I am able to recount in this podcast journey through many persons whom I encounter in the journey I am immensely grateful to my friends and followers of my podcast journey and hope to have your continued support and inspiration for many more months or years to come to best wishes to all my friends and followers okay now coming to the final session of our tulari garden discovery françois the guide continued the commentary The worst phase of Tuileri Garden and Tuileri Palace was the 100 years from 1850 to 1950 when the garden became a battleground of invading armies namely Russians, Prussians and Germans and they combined to do the last rites of the once famous Tuileri Garden and Tuileri Palace. The defeat of Napoleon Bonaparte was the final nail in the coffin of Tuileries Palace and the beginning of the downward slide of Tuileries Palace too. Though Napoleon III tried his best to beautify the Tuileries garden for superstitious superstitious reasons he never stayed in the Tuileries Palace and preferred Versailles Palace as the preferred choice realizing that french army was weak compared to the times of napoleon bonaparte prussian army comprising a mixed group of protestants from germany poland lithuania etc attacked the mainly christian paris or roman catholic paris and defeated napoleon 3 in 1870 70 and recaptured the regions that they had lost in wars earlier with Napoleon Bonaparte and that was a sweet revenge for the Prussian and German pride after losing many battles 
when Napoleon Bonaparte was the Emperor of France. When French army tried to recapture the Tuileries Palace from Prussians while retreating from Tuileries Garden, the Prussians burnt down 90% of the Tuileries Palace, though the Prussians they wanted to demolish Louvre Palace along with the Tuileries Palace. The regrouped French army personnel were able to drive away the Prussians and prevented the demolition of Louvre Castle in the first Louvre Castle too. In the First World War between 1914 and 1918, Germany comprising a huge chunk of Prussian army members and protestants bombed Tuileries Garden and remnants of Tuileries Palace using long-range missiles and Tuileries Garden became a war zone till the end of World War II in 1945 and Tuileries Garden was used as a warehouse of weapons by Germans too. It was widely believed that Germans whisked away a large number of art objects from Louvre Castle during that period of unannounced German occupation of Paris and France. Though I am a Roman Catholic Christian, Francois continued, I have my doubts that it was inter-caste war between Protestants and Catholics that was the reason behind destruction of Tuileries Palace. Perhaps though for some unknown reasons, Western media are silent on this aspect. In fact, majority of Prussian and German army were Protestants and the English army were affiliates or part of another sect of Anglican Church. So, religious affiliation has played a big role in creating conflicts and wars in Europe for the period from 5th century AD till now. And if we are to discuss those interreligious and intra-religious conflicts, we will have to chat for many more hours, perhaps. Francois looked at me with a chuckle. Sorry to say, doctor, if I have to narrate the whole history of Tullery Palace and Tullery Garden in detail, the one hour of additional discovery period might not be enough. Francois chuckled and tapped my shoulder, implying that the period of extra time is over too. While handing out a fee of 20 francs instead of 15, I told Francois, the additional 5 francs is my gift for a wonderful work that you did as a guide and for educating me and illuminating me of the events of French history too. That is so nice of you, Dr. Francois replied with a smile while accepting the 20 francs currency from me and scribbled his office phone number to contact him if his services are needed in future for discovery of Paris or France, etc. And I thanked him with a warm handshake with the usual OR words and merci beaucoup and assured him that I shall bear in mind to refer his name as a travel guide for, in, for any interested friends or, or relatives intending to tour Paris or France in future. When I was about to move to the Port Royal metro station for, to take some rest in my 
student hostel room, I was puzzled to see Francois running towards me. Yes, Francois, anything special? I asked him. No, doctor, I forgot to thank you deeply for the company and consultancy fee that you gave me and forgot to mention too that you should not forget to have a detailed tour of Louvre Museum nearby and to spend, if possible, at least three days to explore the treasures of this magnificent museum. Merci beaucoup, doctor. With above words and with a warm, warm handshake, Francois bid me goodbye and I murmured to myself, without the services of, a, such, a profit, of such a professional guide, I'd have made the tour of Tuileries Garden and Palace or Tuileries Garden to borrow a colloquial phrase used in my state Kerala. Then, like a goat taking a tour of the marketplace instead.